to read it or list it. I'm Phoebe. And I'm Ashley. And I don't know why I'm so peppy. Um, <laughs> probably because we get to do our spoiler-filled episode talking about the off-campus series by L. Kennedy. If you're just coming from our spoiler-free episode, we hope you are ready to get into the nitty-gritty of why we love this series so much and why it was just a fun escapist read. Yeah, and I feel like we just need to like pick up right where we left off mm-hmm. and just like straight up, we'll give you like... For those of you who are just chiming in now, because I know that there are some listeners who just skip the spoiler spoiler free and go right into this. Well, we are, like Phoebe said, we are talking about the off-campus books, which are by L. Kennedy. And I didn't know when I was first reading them what that meant. Like I had been, I have been seeing off-campus talked about for years because I think that at one point they were on um Sarah J Mass's like reading list like I think she's friends with Al Kennedy oh. um and so I had heard about them and I was like intrigued by them but I could not figure out like there's no book called off campus so I was so confused so we are talking about the series that begins with the deal mm-hmm. and it is um the Kindle books have their like black and white image maybe of we'll, a guy with we'll abs. Put a poll. Yeah, maybe we'll put a yeah. poll on our Instagram today and see which covers you prefer. Is it the the original black and white and half naked men, or is it the uh, fun Amazon covers? Yeah, and the Amazon covers are like Pastel the girls and the gal. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're very like they're very like Phoebe said in the last episode. They're very like Instagrammy. I mean, like one of them is literally a girl with knee high socks and a cup of coffee, like. I think it's supposed to be ice because it's a hockey romance, but like it also could be like a really cute like pale blue bedspread. So anyways, we're talking about those books and um, we are going to start off with just ranking our favorite guys because this series follows four hockey players. They all live in an off-campus apartment together, hence the name, off-campus, and um they go to a uh, fictional Ivy League-like or, you know, very prestigious university outside of Boston, and they all play hockey for mm-hmm. that team. Their rival is Harvard, so there are some mentions of, like, actual Boston things, but um, it is a fictional town. And it follows – each book follows a different hockey player and, like, a relationship that they develop because this is romance and it is no spoiler to say that everybody gets a happily ever after. This is so hard because, like I keep saying, Dean's is my favorite book. And being – like, Dean in the first two books, I you can't stand. Like, you're almost like, I hope he doesn't get a book because he's just such, like, a typical, like – a stereotype of like a college party guy but then when you get to know him and he's he's a rake with a heart of gold I really really love him I do think now I'm just like sitting here like spinning in like a web of like but this one does this one so well and this one does they, this so they well. all offer such good like I one of the things that I will very much praise about this series is she touches on so many different tropes so many different character arcs like there's a lot there's a little bit for everybody in this series like there's something I'm guarantee that you'll find a book that you resonate with or that at least is just so fun to read that you forget your own life I mean these books 
feel like they're like little like little sprinkles of crack like just like i don't understand like it just feels so they're really readable like they're Mm -hmm. very like they just like suck you in i i just realized i had to like oh wait you can adjust your brain and like talk about spoilers um (laughs) yeah we're all we're all in the know here so i love dean's arc like i love how he his like confidence which is like in real life would be such a turn off but like in the book you're like oh like he he never gets shot down like and he has like the first challenge with Allie of like and she's like no I'm never I don't I'm never gonna sleep with you like whatever um so I love Dean's arc so I think that's what makes him my favorite but I mean like I said in the the um the spoiler free episode I love Logan because he just feels the most like real to me like he just like that storyline I'm like that is an attainable storyline whereas like you know with Dean being this like mega rich guy and having like this penthouse in New York City and this really well-off family that owns a hotel like so I love Logan for that reason and then I really like Garrett because his personality I think is like very um he feels like your typical new adult like I would yeah like I would be friends with Garrett like I could see like he's someone who I would like have around but like oh my god when Dean I don't know if this is talking about our favorite moments like if it is I'll hold it off no yeah hold on hold on I know what you're talking about you're I know what you're gonna say I already know what you're gonna say so we're gonna we're gonna in just a little bit we're gonna talk about our top three favorite moments from each series I already know which one you're gonna say because it's my number one I think but real quick I wanted to say that I think that Garrett reminds me of oh my gosh what was the book Frigid by JLA Jennifer L. Armentrout that is a standalone contemporary romance that she wrote takes place in winter and there's something about Garrett that reminds me of the main character from that or the male love interest in that book um like he just feels like very your standard new adult Mm -hmm. love interest like he's got a lot of he's kind and he's there for you he's maybe like at first first glance you think he's gonna be like a, a jerk but he's not like that kind of thing he helps you know her through things and whatever Hannah and Garrett are very much like the blueprint couple so that's why like I have a hard time like my I rank Garrett third but it's not because I don't like Garrett I very much love Garrett and there was a time when he was number one but as I read more of these other characters it was like there were just other things about mm-hmm. there were other things about Dean and Tucker frankly that just like made them go a little bit further for me and I think for Dean it's the same thing it's just like that book was just so fun and he was so fun and he was that that was the most escapism for me Mm -hmm. and I think that's why I liked it so much and then Tucker's was very much like Tucker is the type of guy that I would that would be attainable for me in terms of like we would because I'm very much like Sabrina so if Tucker found his way into Sabrina's life like that feels like a little bit more relatable for me because of how similar Sabrina and I's stories are. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then it was like on top of that, I was like, I love you, Tucker. I mean, aside from the like 
I mean, obviously Sabrina and I are not the same in that I did not have a baby in college. <laughs> but like in a lot school, of her <laughs> struggles in like her life, like her upbringing. And then obviously she's applying to law school while she's a senior in college. And I also was applying to law school when I was a senior in college. And like I basically did exactly what she did. I also had three jobs. Like she, she just like reminded me a lot of my own college experience. And so mm-hmm. for kind of just getting to see her and then like see a guy like Tucker who just like undeniably was like I am there for you and her continually pushing him away and him not going anywhere was just very like in like heartwarming and endearing and really relatable for me to see because like that's just like a very he's like he's like the most cinnamon rolly I'm using yeah, using Diane's like, term again um, of no, all of these guys Tucker is like that like dreamy guy who's like you can, like, push me away as much as you want. You can, like, stomp on my heart. Like, I know you don't mean it. And, like, I will be here. Like, I, I know you're, like... He's so patient. He literally yes. is, like, I'm not pushing you to do anything that you don't want to do. I am here for you when you need me and in, ha- in whatever way you need it, need me. And whatever you choose to do, I will support you 100%. Like, he is so... He is what more men should be like if they are in a situation they if they find themselves in a situation that he and Sabrina are put in like I I would wish that more men would have the outlook that Tucker had through the situation he accepted like all parts of her and even though because I feel like sometimes like guys can or people in general if you don't have the like the time to like devote to a relationship or devote to exploring a relationship they immediately write you off but like Tucker like believed in their connection so much and felt it so deeply that he was just like I'm willing to wait for this and I think that's like a very dreamy quality especially if you are someone who has who is as ambitious as Sabrina yeah because like Sabrina's biggest thing is she was she had all these plans she had all these goals and she and Tucker had all these goals and she didn't want to change his trajectory of his life and she also didn't want to com- like compromise what she and had had imagined for her life and so there was like so much self-discovery in that novel and I feel like Tucker was just he was definitely written by a woman and like (laughs) all the things that you're like this is my this is like my kind of fantasy guy but like I understand why people so that's my formal defense of Tucker I don't understand I I get why people rank him low on their lists but I also don't get it because I I swear if there was not the pregnancy trope in that book he would be people's number one like a hundred percent if you gave him Allie and Dean's storyline but you made it Tucker I think that everyone would be like hands down Tucker number one but that's just my that's my (laughs) I know it's so hard though to like take them out of the story they're given yeah but I loved I love their story but I also I am I mean, a lawyer so like <laughs> Sabrina I'm, like I was just, so Sabrina is the most relatable girl to me but yeah that is also a very niche thing like there's not a lot of people that are reading these books that were Sabrina like I yeah, was literally really, Sabrina so yeah which I mean like because like to me, like, the girl that I could relate to the most was Grace. And, like, their book is arguably, like, the most boring. Um, but I 
was like I don't know like Grayson talk and um Logan's storyline was like very true to like my college experience in that way so I guess I just like you 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 what's that that saying where it's like books are windows and mirrors um Mm -hmm. so sometimes you connect to something that's like a mirror of your life and you're like oh I love this because I felt seen and then other times like you enjoy it because it's like like I mean I was a theater major in college and obviously like pursued an acting career like Allie but like I don't feel like I'm anything like Allie so I still have that like escapist quality in their book which is just good fun yeah okay let's talk about our favorite scenes now Oh, my favorite scene of all time in the entire series is when Allie's ex-boyfriend is an absolute dick to her. Like, he's so awful, and she's so upset, but Allie and Dean are still a secret, so, like, Garrett and Hannah are in the apartment, and they don't and they don't know that her and Dean are together, and Hannah finds her, and she's like, Allie, what's wrong? And she's like, Dean, I need Dean, and Dean shows up, and he's just like, baby. baby. Oh. <laughs> Oh my god, it is like on par with Resand like sinking to his knees being like my love. Like, oh god. I going. knew it. That's my <laughs> say. that that I texted one you line, that. I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> that one line sold me on Dean. Like every time I think about mm. Dean not being my number one, I just hear baby and then oh, Garrett and Hannah in the background like, "What?" what? <laughs> or when she's like, "Dean? Dean?" De Laurentiis? <laughs> that Dean? Garrett's roommate Dean? That's who we're talking about? Yeah. Oh, my God. So Iconic. Just like, oh, I just like, I like had like, my heart was pounding. I had butterflies. Like, I was there. I was like, oh, my God, I am in this moment with you. <laughs> yes. Yes. 100%. That is also my top favorite of all the books. I just, I uh, love, I'm, I'm such a sucker for when the guy like comes to like rescue, like, and she's like the only thing, the only person I need right now is him. He's all the only thing that will make it better. And it just like makes it so much better that it's like a secret up until that point, and they're just like, "Fuck it, sorry, we're we're, yes. we're putting a, a warning on this episode." But we like just he's just like they're just like I don't care. We're not keeping this a secret anymore. Like you need me at this time, and I need you. And like here we go. Mm-hmm. And here then. We are. Okay, wait, what's your number one? Or is that also That's my number one. Okay. So my number two along the same lines is in um, Logan and Grace's book when people are like, you're lying about hooking up with John Logan. Like, that's not real. And he just, like, shows up in the cafeteria and he, like, kisses her in front of everybody. <laughs> and he's like, I ready do to go? That. Oh, gosh. I, that's, I don't know. I'm, I love, I guess I love a grand gesture. <laughs> Yeah, well, there's a lot of grand gestures in Logan's book. I like that. I I like that, too. And for some reason, every time I think about that scene and when I pictured it when I was reading it, I picture my college cafeteria and I picture this exact table where I can see Grace sitting and Logan coming in. And like I can like I just picture it in my Mm -hmm. dining hall in my college. Like and I just like see the whole thing play out not that that ever happened to me in any way but like I just like can see it so clearly yeah that's a good one it's not that it happened to me but I did have something similar happen to me (laughs) okay what's your number two okay my number two is uh definitely the 
<clears throat> truck scene. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> With uh, Tucker and Sabrina. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. There's something... Okay. No, I can't go this far on this public podcast. But <laughs> there is... um. There is something, uh, okay, so the reason why Sabrina ends up with <laughs> pregnant, that part of that truck scene, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> there is something about that oh, scene, that specific. <laughs> We're getting real comfortable on this podcast. There is something about that that whenever that is in a book, I'm like, there's a moment, there's a similar moment to that in um, Priest by Sierra Simone, which if you don't know, I've tried to pitch this to Phoebe, but like, she's like, I just don't know if I can get behind this. And I get it. I get it. Like, if you're Catholic, like, I would. I went to Catholic school. Like, that's, <laughs> I just don't know if I can do it because we did have a, uh, <laughs> We had a hot priest, okay? (laughs) Anyways, if you don't know, Priest by Sierra Sierra Simone is um, about a hot priest who uh, is struggling with his vows um, and is seduced by one of his parishers. Is that the right word? (laughs) Parishioners. Oh. (laughs) Parishioners. Like like they're dying. (laughs) Oh. Anyways, there's a scene. There's a scene in that um, book in his kitchen. So if you've read that book, and you know what I'm talking about, I feel like the truck scene is like the closest that captures you can get the same to that. energy. Captures the same energy. However, <laughs> Priest is much steamier, like much Ooh. steamier. So, um, so yeah, that's my number two. That was that was that was when I said, oh to tucker and i was like why are people sleeping on tucker like this is a reason to read this book alone and that's like in the first 50 pages oh yeah i will say these books like the first one is like such a slow burn um which i feel like they are like the first madison kate is such a slow burn too because you're setting up so much right um and obviously like with hannah's uh past and like working through her um her trauma and being like being able to like because she hasn't had an orgasm since uh her assault so like being finding the um the right person to be comfortable with and whatever like uh the they get progressively uh less slow burny (laughs) right agreed and like tucker is like 20 feet yeah it's like literally like the second chapter you're like oh okay solid i like where this is going and it's like it's literally like Dua Lipa, like, I want you. I want you, baby. Yeah. Um, read it or TikTok it. Um, <laughs> read or TikTok. Ooh, that would be a fun little thing to do. <laughs> I don't know what we would do with it, but we'll keep that name and see if you see that in an episode. Yeah, it's so. um, Ashley's a lawyer. We own it now. Don't take it from us. <laughs> All rights reserved. Um, 2020. So... <laughs> so third next thing oh do you have a third moment that was just two oh yeah wait so this is and these are like my favorite moments these aren't even like my favorite steamy moments (laughs) um my favorite well okay my favorite moment my third favorite moment is um 
Dean and Allie, the bathtub, and Winston when... Who walks in? Is it Logan walks in? I think it's Logan. Winston is um an apparatus. <laughs> uh, Winston uh, is a sex toy. We're just going to call yeah. it the way that we call it. Um, and Allie and Dean, like we said, are a secret. Obviously, you're all, you're, everyone here is on the same plane. I don't know why I feel like you explain these things. You know the scene when Allie I already and- said fuck in this episode, so we're going all out. It's a dildo. Continue. Um, a hot pink dildo. Um, I think that is just like a laugh out loud moment that I like just love so much. And it's like one of those things where it's like Dean like takes it where he's just like, I'm still not like making Allie be like, okay, like we're a couple, like we're, we're he owns up. it. He yeah. owns it. And then it becomes like a continual thing. <sighs> anyway. I think I, that's, that's going to be up there. I'm trying to think of what my top, my third. I also love the penthouse with Allie and Dean. Because um, we get oh. Christmas in Allie and Dean's book. <laughs> yeah, I also liked that. But again, that's a situation in which I feel like L. Kennedy, like you really hyped me up for that to be an exciting yeah. weekend. And it was like not as, I wanted a little bit more. For sure. I wanted a little bit more. My third favorite probably comes from a Briar U book. So I'm going to skip. I don't know. Does it involve the penthouse? Yes. Mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Perhaps the same penthouse. I mean, it is the same penthouse. Yeah. Um, um, anyway. I'm trying to think of what another one would be from this series. I'm trying to think of something from the... Oh, like, you know what? You know what it is? I got it. It is the first... It No, you know what it is? Okay, got it. I got it. I got it. It's uh, Garrett and Hannah's first kiss. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Garrett and Hannah's first kiss when they're both, like, minds blown. This is the most amazing kiss I've ever had. Like, the fireworks, whatever. And then to compensate for, like, not freaking out, Hannah kisses Dean. Mm-hmm. Like, to be like, see, nothing. And, like, you just can tell that, like, Garrett's, like, nothing and Hannah's like nothing and then Dean's just like huh (laughs) (laughs) yes a hundred percent I just also love how these books continually reference things that happen in the other books and you're just like because at one point I think I don't know who it is but someone's talking about that something 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 and someone's like oh you mean I think they're talking to Dean they're like oh you mean the time that Hannah kissed you to try to act like she didn't have feelings for Garrett like that time well <laughs> see. Like, yeah I just love how they refer to each other um, yeah they feel like a I don't know if you ever watched the show Greek um but mm-hmm. I, I know if you're like actually in a fraternity or sorority you're like this show is not accurate to what it was like to go to college and I'm like cool um I totally understand that um But it is, like, a – just, like, a great, like, picture of, I think, the four years of college. And, obviously, these only cover two years. But they're, like, a – they're, like, a TV show or a movie. Like, they would be so good as a – I would – mark my words, they're going to get picked up by Netflix or Hulu. Well, because she's writing – she's doing a follow – because I think with with TikTok in the last year, they've obviously – like, a lot of backlist books, they've gotten a resurgence – um, so she's writing a book called The Legacy that comes out mm-hmm. this fall 
that yeah, is like September, a, right? Yeah, like where are they now kind of deal. Yeah, which I'm like 50-50 on because I'm like – I I don't love an extended epilogue. I, yeah, I've always same. said that I'm the type of person that – I always love getting more. I'm very grateful for getting more of like a story that I love. Um, but these just like end all – like it just like wrap up so nicely and especially how you get to see – the other characters and all the other books like I know they're all okay right yeah exactly um so I'm like we'll see we'll see and like I don't know why I see them as adult like real adults like I kind of just want them to be 22 forever (laughs) right because like where they're probably going to take place when they're like 28 and like you know 28's not great guys I'm here right now (laughs) I'm just kidding um but what else is I going to say we were going to talk about Bo. Oh. But that's like a hard pivot. That's a hard pivot, but let's do it anyways. Um, so I heard that originally, so big spoiler, Bo dies. Uh, <laughs> if you didn't know, we were in the, we were in the spoiler episode. Bo is the football player who is like really good friends with Dean. And he's friends with all the guys, but he's really close with Dean. And then I think probably Tucker second. And uh, he um, dies in a car crash over the holidays, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Which is like really um, – was really, really sad for me to read because we also had um, two very popular, um, very um, loved and um, star members of our hockey team um, – pass away from a car crash uh, a few days before Christmas um, mm-hmm. a couple uh, like a couple years ago so I've watched my town reel from that type of, of death and and obviously there's a lot more to it that is even more personal um, for me to read about so that was like a big that was a really hard point in that book to watch Dean go through that and then by extension because Dean and Tucker's books overlap we then had to experience the same thing in Tucker's book Mm -hmm. where he learns about what happened and so that was like such a hard thing and I heard somewhere that or I think from Elle Kennedy herself that she originally like when she was writing the series she was originally going to have Tucker be the one that dies Mm. um and then maybe give Bo a book. I'm not sure. But she was going to maybe – I don't know if that's if it would be reversed or if it was just that, like, Tucker was originally the one who wasn't going to – who's, who's going to pass away. And, like, can you imagine how much that would have rocked I the like, other boys' lives? I like, yeah. I mean, just losing Bo was so hard. Yeah. And it was so, like – I don't know. I do think – Something I always like to read about, and it's very strange that I like to read about, but I do like to read about grief because I think it it can validate things for so many people and how, like, like Dean does not handle his grief well. And, like, I thought you were going to say by extension how Allie goes through it because True, Allie yeah. knew Bo because of Dean. Like, she didn't have a relationship with him separately. And watching the person that you love experience grief and spiral and like you can't do anything about it and like she has a similar 
like quality and not it's not quite the same way as Tucker but like she tries to be there and like eventually like reaches a point where she's just like you know tough I, love like yeah I can't to, I can't yeah. do this for you anymore yeah and um I do think it was it's another one of those things where like if you never read Dean's book like you don't get to see that side of him and like that yeah. um I don't know like a, I don't know he just was he was such a good friend and loved Bo and like Bo just like I don't know it was so tragic and like it was so tragic because that is unfortunately not like a uh, that happens. Yeah, that, that happens, and that that can that hits home for I think a lot of readers. Like we've all not not all of us, but a good portion of us have probably lost someone really close to us in a tragic way, or lost someone that we knew in a in a very tragic way, or had a friend that's lost someone. You know what I mean? Like it's like especially in college um I feel like we build these connections that are so are built on such fun and not a lot of adversity and so then when something like this does happen it's like that this huge pivot this huge like rock in your world and I thought it was very beautiful to see that portrayed and see how someone like Dean who was like so carefree how he was how it changed him yeah like because I mean I had a good friend from college pass away and like I like never forget learning about it because you in your 20s like you know like young people think they're invincible and whatever but like obviously we're all aware that bad things happen it can happen to you at any age but like when it's one of your own it's so like, all of a sudden, you're like, I knew it could happen to anyone, but, like, how could it happen to me? And, like, how could it happen to right. my friend? And, like, um, yeah, and it's, it's very – but, like, I liked how we could see – we got to see Dean's grieving process, and we saw Tucker's, and just, like, they were different, but still, like, totally valid. Um, yeah. And, and then I, um, I follow um, this girl on TikTok who's, like, a – huge off-campus fan and she like put together a master playlist of all um the songs like that remind her of these books and I played it yeah and I played it and the first song that came up was Die Young by Kesha and I like I was like this is Bo's song like this is like how heart-wrenchingly I think all the time I think this would probably be the uh, fourth not like best moments obviously because it's very sad but like in terms of moments that have stuck with me with these books would be the time when Allie and Dean and Bo are in the penthouse and Dean and Allie think that Bo is sleeping and they like start making out or whatever and then Dean wakes up and he's like how about a threesome and oh no is it Tucker and Sabrina? No, it's Allie and Dean, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. They're in the penthouse. And um, and Bo's like, how about a threesome? Joking. And Allie goes, I'm going to be a famous, um, like, actress or whatever someday. And, like, I can't have my headline be, like, you know, uh, Allie, blah, 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 whatever her last name is. Like, 
in scandal, call it like college threesome, whatever, exposed. And then Bo's like, or how about this headline? Like, um, Super Bowl MVP, like something, something, and like flips it. And I just, that moment stuck out to me so much, especially like afterwards thinking about it because like he had all these hopes and dreams and he was going so so far and going to go so far like all these other guys in his books and then his story is just so tragically like cut, cut short. short and so like it just like sticks out to me so much as like a memory of like this there was this like fun lighthearted moment but that really shows like how Bo was like so young and his life was just like abruptly cut off yeah I think it it really like it, he was such a larger like he wasn't a main character but he was so present when he was on the page so he was very like, impactful yeah and i for just, sure like, thought sabrina was gonna or like i don't know i thought that Bo was gonna get a book and then i was like why does no one talk about Bo? and then i was like oh that is why that's oh. why which is so sad so sad uh, and she's also said like readers have asked l kennedy if she'll ever write a book about Bo, and she says no because she wants to give she always wants to give her readers a happy ever after and she can't with Bo. so which is just so sad anyways okay we can't end on that note so (laughs) we cannot we talk about something more positive which is i don't know um let's talk about the girls our favorite like um why our favorite of the girl which i guess has been kind of covered like you love sabrina because you um yeah i like sabrina because i just feel like i mean i would like to think like i think sabrina is a little bit rougher around the edges than i am but i get sabrina's guard a lot like she because dean hates sabrina Mm -hmm. and like that was an interesting like little thing i can't say that like it, it was interesting to see Sabrina through – that was the other thing that I think is the reason why people hold off on Tucker's book because they find out that Sabrina is the love interest and Sabrina's in the other books and she's, like, very much, like, a bitch. Like, that's how she's described. And so it's, like, why would you want to read a book about her as the, like, main love interest or whatever? Yeah. And so I think that that's why people originally are, like, hesitant about Tucker and Sabrina's book. But you get to see so much depth to, like, Sabrina's not a bitch. She's just guarded and she's driven. And how often do we hear women referred to as that because they are those things? Yeah, And so I think that Sabrina is a really great, I say this as, like, an incredibly non-biased person in this situation. Um, But I just think that Sabrina's, like, a really great example of a woman who is driven and who that is mistaken for as being some sort of negative quality um and i will say like is it as is what she goes through in that book and like this idea of her going to harvard law um with a newborn is that unattainable no uh, there are plenty of i had classmates that had children like young children that were pregnant in law school like it's absolutely attainable um is it as easy as it makes it seem no uh sabrina would not be like it law school is not is not college in any stretch of the imagination so like towards the end of the book when they're like 
together and like she's studying and they have this like well-oiled like routine down I don't know if that is like necessarily how it would go it would require even more sacrifice on Tucker's part like part Mm -hmm. that you see um but I do feel like the experience of Sabrina trying to get into law school and like the stress of that process and also working and try like the just like the the uncertainty of the whole thing and the pressure that she puts on herself to like break the cycle of of where she's from and like make a better life for her like all of those things are like so like felt so true to me um Mm -hmm. so yeah Sabrina was I wouldn't even say like Sabrina's my favorite girl but she's the one that I like relate to the most yeah obviously like I relate to Grace in some ways but like I also really liked that Hannah and Allie were um like Hannah is a music major and Allie is an acting major um so I really liked uh how like when Hannah's working on her piece for the like the a winter concert basically like that like my like thesis in college like I mean I I did have like a separate thesis for my other major but like my theater um thesis was a performance because that's Mm. what I was trying to do and then like you know there were some people who always were like that is what you get graded on like that is so easy and like no it's not it's just different um like I have to put in memorization hours I have to choose it like I have to do a ton of backstory work like and then you know you get you get one chance like I don't get to revise it I don't get to edit it I get one chance to perform it and like that's it (laughs) um so I liked seeing those aspects um I do think that I I think that Hannah's my favorite of the girls but I don't know if that's just because like we meet her first and like we get her like she's almost like the mom friend of the group I feel like eventually yeah I also feel like Hannah's probably my favorite like I said Sabrina's my most relatable but I think Hannah's probably my favorite too I also 100% picture Hannah as Steph from book talk and booktube do you know oh I know exactly who you're talking I just started following her on youtube She's so nice too, or like or I, I don't she's talk to very, her, but no, she's but she's, all of she's her very pretty and like very yeah. like you can tell she has like a good soul. Yes, that's a great, really great way to describe her, and she like for sure is Hannah. So every time I picture Hannah, I like picture her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, and then like I guess to just end on this, like we we read a lot of books on this podcast. We read a lot, a lot of different types of books. We try to pride ourselves on making sure that we read all books with characters from all different backgrounds and books that touch on all different subjects and we're always we always try to be cautious of trigger warnings and content warnings um we mentioned all of them in the spoiler free episode for these books um and with that we also want to acknowledge that we loved these books for what they are, um, but we also recognize that they are not perfect. There were moments in the books that I didn't particularly like, um, but they weren't like it is okay to acknowledge that like books aren't perfect and still enjoy them. So mm-hmm. we want to let you know like these could not be for you. They they are not they they may not be the books for you. But if 
you have read them and you do like them, that is totally okay. And you can like a book and still acknowledge that it has faults. Or you could be like, I really like this as a starting off point. What else can I read? Like that, this is the first sports indie romance I had read. And now I have like such, like a, a much bigger TBR of, of this genre because mm-hmm. of this. So it's like a good like gateway into this subgenre. Yeah. So if you're in that boat too, like give me some more recommendations. Give us some more recommendations and um maybe and you'll yeah. see some more of that or hear more of them in a future series coming soon <laughs> yes perhaps all right well if you read these books if you listen to the episode to this point um make sure you leave a comment on today's instagram post at read it or list it pod you can always find us on our individual Instagrams. Um, and if you haven't yet, we would love if you could give a review and a rating um, of the show on Apple Podcasts. It's a great way for us to reach more readers. Yeah, and comment on today's post with your thoughts on this series, um, what you want to see next from us, etc. And until then, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Original music by Jake Thorne. Podcast produced and edited by me, Ashley Chandler, and Phoebe Wright. You can find us on Instagram at Read It or List It Pod. All rights reserved 2020.